Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have me, Sacred Stone. <laughs> oh, this you crazy mother. The Savachi syndrome, I'm telling you, I'm... Holy shit, that was crazy. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Moto Aftermath Show presented by TLR Coatings. We are here wrapping up Thunder Valley. Wild! We were in the Valley of Thunder. We need that song playing. You literally are when you go there, though. Thunder! You're in the middle of nowhere. I mean, you don't have cell reception for, like, Thunder! No, we're not doing the Thunder song? No. Okay, anyway. Not ACDC. Um, okay, cool. So, again, thanks, everybody, for watching. Um, please subscribe if you haven't already. Share this with your friends. Have them subscribe. Also, uh, if you want some more content, follow us on Facebook. We do all sorts of random cool things on there all the time. Sometimes. Once in a while. 10% of the time. 10% of the time. 10% of the time happens all the time. All the time. Yeah. Giggity. Um, anyway, you can also follow me on Instagram. I know a few of you are. You guys hit me up, so that's kind of cool. Uh, if you want to help support the show monetary-wise, um, there's Amazon links in the description below. You can click those and just go on Amazon, buy anything. We get a small slice of that. You can donate on Patreon. Joe, your package is coming. What that means is I've been real busy with other work, and I haven't got it out yet. Tomorrow. Tomorrow 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 um anyway and uh so you can donate on patreon we'll send you some cool stuff um first person to donate a hundred dollars gets the shirt off his back that's a thing and remember one more week get those questions in people yes we've seen the few can we can we get through the first part here first and then we can go oh, i thought you were done no we oh. still got one more you okay. can buy a t-shirt on teespring if you would like to you can buy actually that shirt you cannot buy this shirt. Five bucks. Send it to me. <laughs> you know how much this shirt costs? I don't even know what it is. It's fucking awesome is what it is, but it costs a lot more than five bucks, so you're going to be way in the hole once you sell this one to buy me a new one. But anyway, um, also, as he mentioned, got a little... Sorry. Dickhead. Um, we are having a Q&A show next week in the off week. As he said, we've got a few questions already from last week's video, which is awesome. So make sure to comment below with your questions, and we're going to get on and answer them. And it can be anything from questions about us personally to... Um, Anything greatest of all time, if we think RV would win if he came back, um, whatever. Any you know? bench racing conversation you would have with your Yes, buddies. yes, we can do that. So, But we don't do cocaine, so don't ask us. We do not. Maybe just a little meth. A little bit. Not cocaine. Um, <laughs> so anyway, what did you think of the track this weekend? Uh, well, we kind of knew it was going to be the same. It usually is. Uh, for whatever reason, they have not been ripping the tracks as deep these first three rounds. I'll be interested um, to see if we get that at Redbud, because it'll make me happy on Amateur Day. Well, we have a track coming up in High Point when we go east, which is uh, notorious for downpours. Mm -hmm. So I don't think they are going to rip it as deep. So I think that trend's going to continue. But, uh, I, you know, I like Thunder Valley. Typical. But they had to kind of offset that, where they overwatered the living hell out of it. Where it looks like it was pretty much greasy all the way down to the second B practice, you know, super greasy in the pockets and into the faces and stuff, but or uh, into the corners. 
Um, but typical Thunder Valley, you know, deep, long ruts, really had to trust your technique and your bike, and it really showed because guys were searching. But I will say, uh, even though the layout didn't really change, other than the staircase section, adding a bunch of sand and a few faces, it's been the best track of the year. I mean, I know we're only three rounds in, but I would say it was definitely better than Glen Helen because Glen Helen was just literally stay tight in the corners. Yep. And Hangtown, because all the cambers and everything they did didn't really flow, it's been the best track so far. Usually that's not the case because of how long the transitions are. Guys are really afraid to push it in super deep because you're already carrying so much momentum. But, I mean, you saw a good passing yesterday. It wasn't one of those things where it was just literally follow the, we follow the leader and then try to run it in deep if somebody was riding a wide bike. Like, you saw guys making moves. So uh, I commend the track crew. Um, like I said, it did get colder than they thought, and the moisture stayed in a little bit too long through practice, but I thought it was good. I liked it. I mean, you know what you get when you go there. I thought it was a pretty decent track as far as we saw a lot of passing. Like you said, there were different lines. You could go inside, outside. Mm -hmm. It shaped up okay. So, again, not ripped as deep as normal, but... Which, once again, I don't understand the theory behind that, but, I mean, so far it hasn't been really that bad because the moisture stayed in the dirt. Conspiracy theory. It's an MX Sports thing to get us used to riding different conditions so when we go to destinations, we kick ass instead of getting ass kicked. Bam. Winner. You're Maybe. welcome. I mean, but one now that we are going East Coast, though, I think that might change a little bit and stuff just because of the Possibly. heat difference. So Maybe. you're not... So we'll see. But I like the track. I thought it was good. Yeah, more than bad, so... Um, okay, any other notes no. we want to talk about before? Okay, cool. We're going to 450s. 450s it is. All right, 450s. Kenny train Kenny, is coming. Kenny train is rolling, buddy. Is We're rolling. stoking her full of oh, coal dude. right now. It is going. It is on. Come high point. It is on. Oh yeah. It is on. Come oh, high yeah. point. But uh, dude, he looked great. I mean, he got a little bit of a gift that first moto and stuff when uh, they had to red flag the race. Yeah. Which, from what I've heard, Chiz is okay. Uh, he okay, didn't break that's anything. Good. Uh, he knocked himself silly, which was obvious. But I don't. I think... Say, you can see that in the replay. Yeah, they don't dude. think he, he was a out yeah. rolling up and then rolling down, and I was like, ooh. But it doesn't good. seem like he has a concussion, so they think he's going to come back by high what point. What did he do? Dude, I think he just got loose coming up, going up into the face. Like, I think he cross-rutted, and the back end just kind of skipped on him, and he just, he had no, he was basically going for the ride. But, uh, so, Kenny got a gift. They, re they red, uh, red flagged it, restarted and stuff, and then, you know, he got a good start. But uh, we just kind of alluded to it. Kenny has got about 20 good minutes in him where he can run Tomac's pace. He can match it. And then once Tomac gets around him, and I said in the group text last night, I don't think it's that Eli is on a consistent lap basis that much better than Kenny. I just think that Eli's heater lap, Kenny's not willing to push it that far. So when Eli go, in which you've seen, this is pretty much two rounds in a row now when Eli's gotten around Kenny, he has dropped the hammer and he's gapped out just enough and Kenny can't reel him back in mm -hmm. because it happened both motos. When Eli got around him, he put about two and a half seconds on him and then it you know slowly went up and up, but then it leveled off at about five and a half because Kenny's just not willing to push the pace that far. Yep. Well, like I said, two rounds in you know two rounds in a row. He's led him for twenty minutes and stuff. Look good, not out of control. But the moment Eli gets around him, I think he just mentally is. He's like, okay, well this that was good for them. Yep. 
But on a positive note, he doesn't even seem like it bothers him that much right no. now. Like on the podium, super stoked. Like, yeah. We went, we got second overall. This is great. Like not mm-hmm. that bullshit feeder that you get from some people. Like I get um, mm-hmm. of like, oh yeah, you know, it was a good day and everything was fine and blah, the blah, blah. The cliche answer. Yeah. Yes. But he is actually happy with finishing second, which is, which is great. Cause that's, what, yeah. that's what we need at this point. And his bike still doesn't look. Finish as, yeah. the series, bro. Just get through it. And once again, this is still. Only the third race he's ever raced outdoors on a Honda. And the bike looked better than it did at Glen Helen. Granted, Glen Helen, bigger elevation, so you have to stiffen up the front end a little bit. But the bike looked planted in the choppy stuff. You know, in the ruts a little bit, when the ruts would get deep where he could really lay it over and, you know, do his Kenny thing where he just waits the peg and floats through, it looked a little bit on the soft side. The front end looked like it wanted to dive a little bit right as he entered the corner and dropped into the sidewall. But the bike is looking better. It is looking better every round. Yep. And now we have a week off. He can I go test. like that time he went into that one corner, bonsai in, and like both feet off the pedal, oh, no. blew through the rut. I was like, oh, God. Well, how'd you like, though, that every time he'd come into a rut, especially on that long sweep or where he was staying in the middle and then square off, every time he just wait through, Eli tried it a couple times, and one time he just got super loose in the mm-hmm. front end kind of. So it's like, but he's building. I mean, he's building. Yeah. And I fully expect him to come out and win a moto at high point. I don't think he wins the overall. But he's really good at high point. He is damn good at high point. I think that he's going to come out and he's going to win a moto at high point. Mm-hmm. I'll just say it right now. I think he does. Yep. I don't think he wins the overall, but he, dude, where he's at right now, and not even being close to 100%, is insane. It's insane to me. Yeah. So, I mean, right now the title chase looks like it's pretty much, he's, it's going to, it's almost insurmountable for him at this point. He's 53 points down on Eli uh, with Anderson going out. That moved Kenny into fifth. But, Best thing you do, like you said, stay healthy, make it through the season, just keep building and building. And I think that after round six, dude, we might be for a war for the rest of the summer. Yeah. I think come Redbud, which Redbud is round seven this year, I think that it might be it might be on like Donkey Kong. We might be having battles week in and week out between those two. So great. It might be 2013 all over again in the 250 class. Which is great, though, because with the lack of depth we have in the 450s, if we can have two guys battling at the front... Well, I guess we could just kind of transition into the fact of everybody else. Baggett looked better. Baggett uh, did look better. He was off, but way I off. Still, don't have a lot of faith at this point. Now I'm, I'm concerned. Three rounds in here, and that bike isn't gelling with him great. No, uh, so, like I said, he looked a lot more comfortable. Whatever they did, I don't really know what KTM's been doing to that chassis. I know they completely changed up everything. Probably forks, clamps, link, shock, whatever. Before Glenn Helen looked better. But was it really surprising to you that the difference, even though at the end of the first moto, Baggett closed the gap on Kenny, but really once he closed it to about two seconds, never really could really gain any more ground. But the second moto, Eli's right here, Kenny's right here, Baggett's right here, but then everybody else is right here. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, I don't understand what's going on right now with everybody else in this class. I mean, Barsha, we know he got kind of, once again, he got kind of the short end of the stick, but Marv, like... Really? Dude, I don't know what's going on with him right now. I don't, I don't know. Somebody said something yesterday on social media. Maybe he's dealing with an injury that we don't know about because I understand he's still second in the points and he's 28 down. But, dude, he's looked just black these last two rounds. And these are two tracks that he's good at. Do you think, do you think he wins a moto by the end of the year? Well, I know that I said at the last show that I, if he didn't win one by high point, uh, I was going to have to say yes. And I'll still stand by that, that if he doesn't come out and win a moto at high point, I don't think he wins a moto this year. Dude, he was, what, was it 20 seconds back of Baggett, that second moto? 
Yeah. Oh yeah. It, it seemed like it, it seemed like it was twenty seconds back, maybe more. And then to go down almost fifty-two seconds at one point from Tomac at Glen Helen in the second moto. I mean, dude, what is going on with Marv? I mean, I know that you and me aren't believers of him and winning championships, but we are believers that he can win motos. Dude, he doesn't look anywhere near close to having the speed right now to win a moto. And I don't know what's going on with him. Like, I don't... Dude, wouldn't you have thought that after how he pretty much dominated, whether you want to say Eli was kind of in conservative mode, that after he dominated the second half of the outdoor season last year and then got wins at the end of Supercross, that now he would have... That would have built on his confidence... And now he's just got nothing. Like, I don't know. Very flat. Very flat. I don't though. get it. Yeah, I don't. I don't either. Uh, but and it's funny because we don't have a lot of depth. But of the little bit of depth we have there, first through ninth, mm-hmm. the the top two are so top heavy, and one of them hasn't rode in fucking months. That's what I'm saying. Like, it it seriously shows that when Kenny and Eli are on their game, aside from Hurlings and Cairoli, they're leaps and bounds above everybody else. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, if you get where Kenny's actually 100% here, or, you know, say even 90%, and he can throw down heaters with Eli, I mean, you're going to get these two winning by a minute. Basically what it was in 16. Third place? Basically what it was in 16. Yeah. Kenny was beating Eli average by 25 seconds, and Eli was beating everybody else by about 30 seconds. Yeah, like, it's going to be insane. The the gaps are going to be ridiculous. So right now, between... Even though Marv's in second, and I think he's got almost 20 or maybe 18 on Baggett in third, or Barsha in third, and then there's a little bit back to Baggett, and Kenny's closed on Baggett. <coughs> right now, out of those three, because we know that Kenny's going to get better, who out of those three right now, and I know that this is way too early, but out of those three, who could you see getting a moto win between Baggett, Barsha, and Marv? Right now, I'm going to say Barsha because... Of yesterday. I mean, oh, yeah. Because he should have probably got a moto win yesterday. And he even at that, he would have got, got second. Him. He yeah. would have got second that yeah. first moto, for yeah. sure. So, so he at least, I mean, and maybe when Baggett or Marv gets a whole shot and is up front, they can run the pace for longer or whatever. But Baggett, or I'm sorry, Barsha's the only one that showed he can actually kind of run that pace yeah. this year. Baggett and Marv have not been there at all, period. They haven't. Neither one of them. And Marv right now is... Once again, even though he's got a decent gap to everybody else, if he doesn't get his, if he doesn't get this on a roll and gain some momentum and start getting back up there, not even not even winning a moto, but showing that he can at least pace the leaders for half the moto, twenty five minutes of the moto, whatever, he's going to be dangerously close to falling outside of the po- the top three in points if he can't get this on a roll. Yeah, because if Barsha looking, you know, feeling froggy yesterday. Baggett looks like his bike, his bike is better. You know, he rode good 3-3 yesterday. Kenny's doing what he's doing. Like, dude, they could just leave Marv in the dust. Because yeah. we're going to a few tracks that Marv hasn't done well in the past. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's not even that, like, it's not even that he doesn't like him. It's just his track record. So I don't even know what it is with him. I don't know if his bike, <laughs> he just doesn't know how to set him up for him. But, and now that Southwick is before Redbud, and we're going to go to a track that you know he's not going to do well at, like... I don't know what's going on with him. I'm sitting there thinking yesterday, I go, like, what is happening right now, dude? He just got gapped. And it's not like he got terrible starts yesterday either. The demise of Red Bull KTM, bro. Well, dude. go down the shitter here. It's going to. Dungy was the end of an error. It might have been. Because right now, if things are not looking, while things are not looking good at Red Bull or Factory Husky for the 450 class. Yeah. I mean, none of them. And it sounds like they're going to try to find somebody to put on a bike for, until Ando comes back. But I don't know who. I don't know who, though. Like, who are you doing? The top privateer right now is Dylan Merriam, and I, I like Dylan. I think that the kid, he's another rat, one of those rags to riches stories. 
But Dylan, with everybody healthy, is not even a top 15 guy. Taft, bro. Taft didn't do anything yesterday. Yeah, but he's riding a Husky. But he didn't do anything. Do you really want to put money into a guy that can't even get top 10s? Like, that that hangs that, out there? But, but the thing is, at this point, they're not looking at that. They're just looking at They need a bike on the track. They got two that are sitting in a truck. Dude. Yeah. They got two that are sitting in a truck. They've got three 250 dudes, one of which who is the defending champ, and we'll get into him later, but he's... We're in trouble now. And... The other two, meh, you know. When is Mitchell coming? He'll be back at high point. His okay. AC separation was a lot worse than they thought. Okay, because I was like, dude, Mitchell has no. He'll be back. So, back anyway, at high point. so at this point, they just need a bike on the track in the 450 class, man. And if they could get somebody that, you know what I'm doing? If if, and it it's all depends on what happens to JGR. If Bogle comes back and they boot Phil, I'm like, bro. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm calling Phil up. Yeah, I mean, dude, he, look at what he's done. He's yeah. whole, he's whole shot at a couple motos, yeah. and he runs top five for the first five minutes, which is the most important part of the moto because yeah. that's when everybody watches until he gets boring. And I, I, I'd be calling Phil. I really would because yep. they don't have an option right now. No, they really don't. They this don't. Is, see, this is it's really weird. This is one of those. Sell, bro. No, I would not want to do it. Sell. It would not be worth it. Uh, it. This is a really weird year in the 450 class though because it is super top heavy. The top two guys are leaps and bounds above everybody else, and then the next three, and then I guess if you want to add Ando before he got hurt. So four guys, they're all super close, and then it kind of drops off. Even if you add Coop and Tickle and Dino and what Weston and Bogle and all these different guys that are hurt right now, you kind of add them in there. They're kind of all bunched up. They're the B group. But in years past, when guys have been hurt and they've been looking for a guy, so kind of like a top privateer to put on there as a filling guy or the years that Phil was not a quote-unquote factory guy – there's been guys that you could know, oh, hey, if they have a factory ride, they'll be top 10 every weekend when everybody's there. Well, now, even the top privateer and a guy like Dylan Merriam, who is killing it for his situation, he's, like, not even close. So I don't really under, like, I don't I don't know, dude. This is a really weird year in the 450 class. But then you got good stories like Benny Bloss yesterday. Who's killing it? Who is killing it? The baby killing giraffe. It. The baby giraffe is on it, bro. Which... A track that is not good for a guy of his size with those deep ruts where he can just dab his foot every chance he gets. And he's killed it. And he's killing it. 5-5. Five, five. I mean, dude, yep. he was on it yesterday. Yep. So, I mean, look how much further, like, what? We called him for an 8-12 to 12 guy. Yeah, and now he's a top five dude right Which now. Which I would say that even with everybody back, that wouldn't go that much further back because, I mean. No, I would say he'd be a 5-8, to 5-9 guy at this yeah. point because so, he looks Really good outdoors right now. And man. once again, we're going to the we're going to the East Coast tracks. Tracks are tackier, gonna be a lot deeper and lomier and stuff. Where so the being bigger on the bike is not gonna be a big deal. The traction's gonna be there. I mean, dude, could he really go get top like top five in the points if he continues to build? Yeah. I mean Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah baby giraffe. I, Woo! I don't know, dude. I'm shocked. I really am. I didn't think he would do this yeah. well. I mean, again, we gotta look at it as it's just there's so many guys hurting out and everything. I mean, but He's still got to be there. Yeah, and, uh, you know, Weston, he went, what did he go yesterday? He went six. Yeah, but Weston's hurt, man. Weston's hurt, but I'm trying to remember some of the of the results yesterday. I, I know, mean, I didn't bring the computer. Uh, not there. a big deal. Um, I know he beat Phil. He beat Filthy, because once Phil kind of dropped anchor, Weston blew past him. <laughs> Weston and Barsha apparently had a pretty good battle going on. I was, you, They didn't see it. That was the one thing I didn't like about the broadcast yesterday. Both motos, they were, even though they were battles, they were honing in way too much on just the front two, mm -hmm. and you didn't really get to see what was going on. Race Rex was kind of tweeting back and forth that, like, for a while, that second moto, Barsha and Pike went at it for a good 10 to 12 minutes where they were literally going back and forth. Mm -hmm. You know, Barsha would sweep wide, Weston would go to inside out, vice versa. So they had a pretty good battle going on. But, um, 
yeah, you know, I think Phil got seventh overall or something. And uh, I don't know, man. The 450, it's just really hard because it's like Kenny and Eli and then everybody else. Yep. So, I mean, I really don't know what to think of because Anderson, he's coming back at Dilla, he thinks. But he really wants Supposedly, to get the on that team. compound fracture. Oh, dude. Foot, dude. You saw it. Did you oh, see it? Oh, yeah. yeah I don't want to see any more pictures um, of me there because but there's no shot he gets on the MX Nations team, even no. if he comes back. Because this not. is not like 16 where everybody else was hurt. Yeah, no. It's not going to happen. I know that he thinks it's going to happen, but pretty much in my opinion, the only way that would happen is he'd have to come back and win the last three rounds. Yep. And that's not going to happen. No. So, um, yeah, I don't know, man. The 450 class is just, it's been super interesting at the front, and then it's just kind of yeah. been, well, everybody just kind of falls into place. It's a thank God that Kenny is back and doing oh something. Because otherwise, oh, dude, I, dude, like, oh. I, if Kenny wasn't there right now, I'd be, sleeping, I'd be sleeping through those motos. This would be like Stewart in 08 where he's just winning by a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and going 24-0. And how sad is it that Kenny is not even 100% and he's instantly better than everybody else already? Other than Eli. <laughs> it's just, it's just oh, I know. I know. But it's like, see, for you and me, like being Kenny fanatics, like we understand it. But I don't think people, like you see all of the social media stuff. People oh, did yeah. not think he would come back and do this. But then again... Boys, Matt Connell's rubber arms are, there. Yeah, well, I mean, the K-Rex thing, it's perfect. But are, is awesome. are, aren't we forgetting, though? Like, dude, he was in the battle for the Supercross title before he got hurt. Yeah. I know it was only, what, six rounds in? Yeah. But he was sitting second in the points. Like, so why is this a shock to anybody that doesn't believe in Kenny? Like, I don't get it. I don't either. So, I don't know. I mean, there wasn't really else much going on. Um, Aldridge was doing good until his bike grenade the first moto on the two-stroke. He will be at Red Bud, so there's going to be a lot of people drinking beer with him. Perfect. It's awesome. Um, yeah, I mean, there wasn't, wasn't really else much going on. No, there's not. Once you get past the Kenny Eli talk, there's not a whole lot in the 450 class to talk about at this point. So. Yeah, which is kind of weird because I think we all kind of thought it was going to be the other way around. Yeah. I think we all kind of thought the 450 class was going to be gnarly, which it is, but it's like, yeah. But it's, it's nowhere near as deep as the 250 class. So No. So, I mean, right. I, I really don't have anything else to say. Me neither. Let's move on. 250s. Let's go. Drama. Let's go do the drama. Just start off with clapping it up for Joey Savacci. Dude, it wasn't his fault. Quite possibly the squidliest move no. I've seen all year. Uh -uh. Bullshit. Uh -uh. Uh -uh. Don't uh -uh. even start no. with me. No. Don't even start. Dude, no. he bonsai into that first corner. How would you blame Gage Sure for a fucking worse pivoting than, out and telling Worse than fucking no. what was his nuts in, in Supercross uh -huh. that caused that. Yeah. No. That was no. Dude, what was Joey going to do? He had no fucking shot at that. What was he going to do? No though? fucking. He was cutting Osborne's front wheel off at that fucking oh, move, whether fucking Sure fucked up or not. Come no, on. that was fucking dumb. Come on. But hey, congratulations, Joey. You got your revenge uh, now. Yeah, because that's what it fucking is. Fucking you idiot. No. Uh -uh. It's great, dude. Uh -uh. It's just because your career fucking sucks. It's no, really nice no, of you to fucking no. trash Osborne. What's Joey, supposed to, what's Joey supposed to do? What's Joey supposed to do? He's going to try to get I the whole him, shot. I give him credit for trying to get the whole shot. That's cool, man. But fucking, you don't got to chop some dude's fucking if front Jake wheel off. If Jake never fucking squids out and pivots out on Zach, He still though, cuts his front no, wheel off. He was cutting no, way too hard. No, fuck yeah. No, Joey was going to go to the outside. Joey was going to go to the outside. Actually, if Gage sure doesn't do he does i say zacco just funnels in with everybody else and joey swings wide and then gets pushed there's no way don't blame joey that has nothing to do with it everybody else would have done the same damn thing because he had no shot at the whole shot it's not like he literally just started squaring off down the start straight he was already in the entering of the corner 
Like, it's not like this was, like, a planned out thing, because if you remember correctly... I'm not saying it was Joey got out. fucking hurt in the process. I'm not saying it was planned out. I'm just... He got hurt. He managed to finish 12th. Yeah, I'm well, saying, he's also I'm probably not, a little pissed at bitch Peyton for fucking not being able to keep a motor together well, when Joey is a, gone. That's a thing, too. Joey is gone and probably has the best shot to go 1-1 the whole entire year because there was nobody that was as fast as Savachi was yesterday. Mm -mm. I don't give a damn. There was nobody. Once he got around Justin Cooper after Cooper stopped squidding out, I'm not gonna Joey argue that. darted his ass. I'm not going to argue that. He was, he was fast as hell yesterday. So. Yeah, so if he, you know what? Mitch talking about how he wanted, he's mad at everybody. You know what? If I'm Joey, I'm coming back be like, yo, bro, I fucking had it, and your motors can't stay together. I'm glad I'm leaving your ass next year to go to the factory squad. Maybe. Oh, he's going to the factory squad. Because I guarantee after this weekend, Joey's not going to be super happy. and He's going to have like a ball of fire coming high point. On a one year, he'll go to his factory squad on a one-year deal, and then the next year AC will take that spot, so it'll be fine. No, AC's going to Honda, bro. That's too... No. Yeah, you, Kenny. Really? You yeah. think he's going to Honda? Yeah. Ooh, that'd be cool. I think he is. But anyways... super excited. Anyways, let's get into the motos uh, before we go into the big debate at the end of this. Okay, so Justin uh, Cooper just continues to impress, right? Dude, that kid's sprint speed is unbelievable. Un fucking believable and the fact he can run the pace like we saw yesterday he yeah. can run the pace for 30 plus too now he we can. also shown that once again his cardio is not great because the second boat he dropped anchor and we never saw him. yes i mean he ended up like eight but bro technically this is i mean it's not technically it's not you can say it's his rookie but it's his rookie you can see, say it's his rookie year because he didn't even ride supercross yeah so it's like he's just getting into this he'll get it he'll oh get it I I don't. He's a, he's a threat. He's gonna sure. win a championship before he moves. Yeah. I don't see now. We don't know what he's gonna do in Supercross because we only got to see literally one round and he crashed his brains out. But the thing is, I think he's gonna be good at Supercross too. Oh, no, I think he's going to staying in New York and riding the arena cross. But we don't know what he's going to do now. We've seen what he can do outdoors yeah. when he's got a full prep season. Yep. But dude, the kid's for real. Like I'm not gonna lie, I underestimated him. I did not think he was gonna be this good. Now, once again. Even though he grew up in New York, we'll see when he goes East Coast because if his cardio is that much of an issue after a moto, when we start going to the hot rounds, we'll see if he can even do it for a moto. Yeah. But I will say that if this kid keeps rolling like this, I am going to have to believe that I might have to say, hey, man, like I wouldn't be opposed to being on the bandwagon because yeah. this kid's for real. Yeah. Like, I was shocked. I'm not going to lie. I really wasn't. I mean, granted, the last couple laps before Joey got around him, he was holding him up. But, dude, he held him, what, for 15 minutes? What was it? 15, 18 minutes or something? Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah. So, that was a long time. I mean, dude, the kid's for real. And it, like, continues to just hit, almost have the fastest lap in practice. Yeah, yeah. Like, what the hell, dude? Like, I don't know, man. Like, it's it's good, though. It's good because you got him. You got Fortner. You got Sexton. You got some of these other kids that are moving, you know, these guys that are moving up. So, the 450 looking super bleak on talent. Like, when everything, other than when some of these guys move up, they the 250s. We have a lot of talent yep, right now coming up. Deep. It is. It is very deep. deep. March Banks. March Banks, yeah. Just not Continue to be top 10. And, dude, well. Who did he put the move on the first moto yesterday? Well, he went around AP and. Um, yes, that was who. But it was somebody. Was it was it Jordan Smith? It was a KT, it was Rebel KTM guy, so I feel like it was Jordan Smith. Yes. And then he got, you know, he cross-run, and then he got hung over the backside where he was just kind of teeter-tottering there. Kind of a la what he did at Hangtown when he stuffed it and the bike and G'd out. Yeah. But, dude, the kid, once again, this is why I hyped this kid up. He is the real deal. Like, yeah. and he's only going to get better. And the thing is, he only been to Thunder Valley one time in his amateur career. So, I mean, dude, he comes out, and he, I think he got 10th overall, but he went like 7-10 or something. So, I mean, it's something to be happy about. Yeah. It really is. And oh, yeah. um, Enzo Lopes, top 13, so that's good for yeah. him. Which really makes you wonder if they keep him on – when Jimmy D, because Jimmy D is supposed to be coming back at Muddy Creek. 
I mean, Enzo Lopes is kicking Josh Hill or Justin Hill's ass. So oh, I mean, it's like, but you know what I mean, though. Like, dude, what, I mean, look at Osborne laid on the ground for five minutes yesterday, and Justin Hill was only like two spots. Would ahead you keep of him. Enzo Lopes on because he's been top fifteen just I'd, about every round? Yeah, I'd have fired Justin Hill. No, 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 but that's what I'm saying though. Like even bringing Jimmy D back because I keep Enzo Lopes on. Yeah, I really would. I, I keep him there. As I really deep would. as the field is, and he's still running top fifteen. I mean, uh, how do you argue with that? Dude, what's Jimmy gonna do? You know, maybe Jimmy comes back and does well, but if he I, doesn't, yeah, man, and that's the thing. We the guys, you know, Ferendis is supposed to be back at high point. Some of these guys that got injured are gonna come back, so it's like you so don't it's know. Only if, gonna get deep. So you don't know if Jimmy D will even get top fifteens. Yeah. So I mean, but get on him. Uh, Jordan Bailey still in the top twenty. Moseman top fifteen. Other than he killed my fantasy when he decided to try to die the first moto. Um, That's awesome. Amart, though, man. Dude. I mean, consistency! Such an asshole. You're such an asshole. You're such an asshole, germ. Consistency, though. Yeah. I mean, Consistently second. Why do, we, week. why do we continue to, like, doubt this kid? I don't know. I think he needs a motocross-only deal, though. Oh, yeah. Because Supercross doesn't go well for him. But if he could just ride motocross... This kid could be like the next, even though he's too old now, but he could be like... He's like the next coming of Ryan Dungey. He yeah. just podiums everybody to death. Yeah. Because, I mean... How funny would it be if he won the title and never won a fucking moto this year? Be like Tim Ferry and Supercross. Yes. Except it's a lot harder to do in outdoors. Yes. Exactly. But, I mean, dude, like, I don't know why we continuously... It's I, I think it's just because he doesn't win motos. Yeah. Like, his outright speed, he's better... I will say this. He's better than last year. Because his outright speed, in my opinion, is closer. But he just... It's because he doesn't win motos. But I think... I'll say it again. His lap-to-lap basis, I think, is more consistent than anybody in the class. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, you know that... Um, AP, AP had an off day. Uh, he got Yeah, better. we need to talk about this a little bit because you were throwing a ton of shade at me last week about how Zach did so shitty in Colorado. And then I was listening to one of the Pulp shows during the week and they're like, oh, AP went like fucking 939 last year. Well, there. remember the crash, the yeah. 39. I don't know what happened to the first I know that I know the third. I knew the 39 was a crash, but I'm like, bro, he did worse in the yeah. moto we finished than Zach. So I didn't yeah. throw shade. Like, oh, well, AP. Well, it's, I think it's because AP wasn't a title contender last year and I was basing it off what Zach Zacho winning the title. All right. Well, that you know what I mean, though? Like, if you're basing off what your cool, motos man. are. You can hate on my boy all you want. Well, let's just get into it, bro. My boy. Let's just get into it, bro. I mean, the title run was good. Three three in a row, it was good. You know, you had your time. Um, But it's over now. I mean, I think I actually might have He's started. only 24 points down. Yeah, he's 24 points down. Kmart locks up a motor one moto, and Zach finishes on the podium, and all of a sudden, we're back in this. You're not back in this. You're not back in this. You're 24 down, dude. There's a reason why guys don't come back from 24 and 24 points down. I feel like we had this discussion before with, like, Eli Tomac and Supercross. And Did he come back and win a title? He was, like, five points down. But he didn't win a title. He, Wait a minute. Are you are you comparing Zach Osborne to Eli Tomac right now? A little bit, yeah. Really? Yes. Not even close? Yes. No. Zach yeah. Osborne can't hold a candle to Eli Tomac in talent, speed, and dedication. Tomac right now on a... How many, on a, how many titles in 250 does Tomac have? Uh, he has two. We already got more. How many titles is it in the 450 class? Enough, How many titles in the 450 class does Zach Osborne have? None yet. We haven't raced 450 class yet. We got to get there, bro. Uh, has Zach Osborne ever won an MX of Nations? We got to get there, bro. Has he ever beaten a world champion? We got to get there, bro. No. Dude, 24. 24 is a time. Your boy, your boy might get second in the points, but I'm going to tell you right now, he is not winning this championship. The only hope he has left is that Jmar and AP grenade engines, like you said. I'm getting a shirt made for... Does nations that's mm-hmm. gonna say 
Zacco train operator. Mm-hmm. And then on the back, it's going to say, I'm a stupid. And you have to stand on my right side the whole let me ask you, day. Let me, ask you que- let me ask you a question, because I guess we didn't get enough into this yesterday. But why on God's green earth do you think Zach Osborne can make up 24 points when no? It, it, there's a reason why nobody does that? Cooper Webb, hell, the only reason he made up the points is because Joey Zavacci decided to die at Red Bud and launch the ski jump. Bro, we are a seasoned veteran here. You're a seasoned we veteran. We know how to handle a championship. Not even from 24 when it, points even down. Even it gets tough. He's never had to come from the back being down. How many points. points were we down when we won our first Supercross title? Not 24. You were inside single digits. And you were Are also, you yes, you were not 20 down. Hmm. You were not 20 down. You were not even close to that. You might have been nine points down to Smith and five points down to Savachi. Because Savachi decided to cut the track in East Rutherford. Well, let's just, well, yeah. So let's not get into Sabachi. Yes. That's, that's well, beside the point. Well, anyway, let's just say we are a seasoned veteran who does not handle a title. Really? Because how have you been handling that title the last two rounds? The last two rounds? Yeah. Well, we've been fighting a little bit of an injury. Oh, oh, so that's what we're gonna say. I might have to start call I might have to start changing Zacco's name to Crasho because he hit the deck the week before Glen Helen. He hits the deck two whoa, motors in a whoa, row. Whoa, whoa, he hits whoa, the deck whoa, the week whoa, of Thunder whoa, Valley, whoa, and then he decides to crash whoa, and practice whoa. in Thunder Valley. Let's take a little time out here. You're going to blame the crash at Thunder Valley on him? No, the week of and then okay. in practice. Okay, all right. I, Dude, thought, you, I the, thought you were about to blame no, no, that crash he yesterday, and I'm like, bro, between no. Savachi and Cher, that was no. not his fault. No, he hit the ground second lap of practice in the first session. Yes, he did. That You're talking about that tip over one? Yeah, when there. he knifed the front yeah. end. And then, uh, dude, he's, yeah. so, he's, so he's literally crashed almost every time he's been on a bike in the last four, in the last two rounds. Look. Not everything can go smoothly here. We're going to have to face a little adversity to win this title, but we're going to get it done. So let me ask you a question. You keep saying you talk about what he did last year. He won the 80 points last year. I'm saying we are going to get it done. No, listen, listen, listen. He won it by 80 points last year. That's fine. That's great. Yes. Let's get into why he won. He won because he had a huge gap going into Glen Helen. So by his standards and the way he rode last year, he could have four so-so motos. I'm not going to call him bad because he was still in the top five. But by his standards, the way he rode... Let's be real. The way he rode at Glen Helen and, and Thunder Valley last year was not up to par with the rest of his year last year. Mm-hmm. He won also because he was fast enough to win motos. And then he also won because he was more consistent because for whatever reason, it seemed like nobody could put two rounds together last year. That's why I won by a lot. So now you fast forward to this year. He, there's arguably, I'm not going to say Amart yet because Amart, I don't think outright speed is close with Zacco, but AP and Amar could beat him just by poting him to death yes. at this point. So. so two guys are arguably just as good, if not one of them being better. Last year, he was clearly better than everybody else, but he still couldn't even win half the overalls. So how, on God's green earth, even with nine rounds to go, is he going to be able to make up 24 points when he couldn't even win all the overalls last year, and he was better than everybody else? Well, I explained it to you once already. J-Mart locks up a motor, one moto, and we finish in the podium, and... Right there's 24 points. But see, here's the All thing. All of a sudden, we're back you're, in single digits. You're almost banking on the fact, though, that he's going to podium. You don't know if he's going to podium because I'm sorry. The way he's rode the last two rounds, and you can blame it on a thumb injury, that's fine. That I, that I will give validity to over the track thing that we had. But Bagger rode with an injury last year. Mar rode with an injury. It's part of racing. Well, we rode Everybody, with an injury yesterday, too. Yeah. In and fact, yet, we and fought you, back from, like, three or, like, almost a lap down. You rode against 20th. a bunch of privateers. Like, don't put too much emphasis on that. You still got back to 20. You did, and you got a point. Scored eight points. You good. No, no, good. Good on him because he could have pulled off. But you're also forgetting you don't know how serious this thumb injury is. Yeah, that I don't. Okay, so for all you know, his tendon could be screwed like Baggett's. Well, I guess we just duct taped the hand on the fucking bar, bro. Well, we saw how bad he rode at the end of that first moto when he started dropping anchor and Jordan Smith passed him. Put a recluse on there, tape that fucking hand. I'm just telling you, man, 
Just telling you, 24 and all, well, if you're banking on the only way you're going to beat Jmart and AP right now is a grenade. When we get to Redbud, I'll go in the pits, I'll chat with him and all, and I'll see where we're at. And then I'll come back and I'll tell you if we're going to actually win this title or not, depending upon where we're at, at Redbud, and what they tell me. You do realize that if he doesn't, if he goes down another, like Jmart goes out and wins, like, goes 20, like, wins both if, motos. Okay, I'll tell you this. If we have another bad moto like yesterday. You can't get yeah. 20th or worse, and Jmart wins... Then, yeah, then we're out. No, then you I'm don't out. even have to then get I'm 20th. Out. Then I'm out. He has to literally beat J-Mart every moto from here on out now. Because as good as J-Mart is right now, because if going on your theory about, well, what happened last year, J-Mart didn't get a win this early last year, and AP sure as hell didn't get a win early this last year. So it's not like last year. A-Mart and J-Mart and AP, and even A-Mart, I would say, were better. Last year, he got lucky a little bit with J-Mart, but still it didn't matter because he was just better than J-Mart. Well, J-Mart's not like he was last year. J-Mart is obviously better than he was. He's had a year on that bike. The engine package is better. Whatever, whether it be training at, at altitude with Eli, he's better. So you thought that this was going to go down to Iron Man, pretty much between J-Mart, Zacco, and AP, but more J-Mart and Zacco. But that means that you thought that Zacco was not going to beat J-Mart every time, or AP for that fact. Well, now, even if he does match his amount from last year with five overalls because that's what he got, he still wouldn't win if J-Mart beats him in a couple of those motos. Because then you can almost guarantee that J-Mart's going to win at Millville, he should have won last year at Red Bud. He's probably going to win at Unadilla. AP, I don't know. I don't know which rounds he's going to win, which ones he would have better. But like I said, even if Zacho matches his five from last year, J-Mart, if he beats him in those other motos where Zacho doesn't win, Zacho doesn't have a chance in hell. He's got to hope J-Mart has bike problems. I will tell you this right now. There's no way he is going to beat J-Mart straight up enough times the rest of the year without J-Mart having issues to win this title. I will say that right now. AP and Amart, maybe. AP is only like, well, I think 16 up on him. It's And uh, Amart's like 10 or some shit. So that's not that hard of a thing to do. But I'm sorry, dude. If you're thinking that he has a shot to win it just on overall speed, you're putting way... You, well, what do we got left? We got nine rounds left? Yeah, you got nine rounds. So that means basically in half the rounds, he has to go 1-1 with Jeremy going 2-2 to make up the points that we've lost yes. that we're down right now. And he couldn't And then the other five rounds, we got to try to beat him more often than not, basically, is, okay. what, is what we got to do. Yes. So so that's basically where we're at. But he couldn't do it last year when he was clearly better than them. I guess, but we're not out of the ballpark here. This isn't 50. We're not 50-plus points down already. 24, 24 is a lot, on the third. But you're racing a two-time champion that knows how to manage championships now. Well, that's good. Maybe he'll win it. Maybe, the, maybe we'll have two red bikes on top at the end of the year. You never know, but... Dude, I'm sorry. Like, But at this point, that Zacco train's still rolling hard here. But. I don't know how you... I think, honestly, you're just saying that because you don't want to seem like you're off the Zacco, but I think you realize that it's not going to be that easy. You literally right now... I'm not saying it's going to be easy. You have I'm what's clearly good. saying we're going to face some adversity here. We're facing some adversity. We had a couple of crashes. Rough day at Glen Helen. We've had a couple of crashes at mm -hmm. the practice track. Thank God no one's taken And what happens if that continues track. to keep happening? Because you know, we had a rough day yesterday. Yesterday at Thunder Valley, but you know what? Rough day. You didn't even finish top ten overall. City is what makes a champion, bro. Yeah, rough day. You didn't even finish top ten overall. Makes a champion. It's totally fine. No, man. You got like a. You probably have a ten percent chance of winning this championship. Oh, I give us a little more than that. How much? Forty-two <laughs> percent. Jesus, dude. Oh my God. You are like Eli fans, man. You just have this blind faith. I don't care that he's won three straight championships. That doesn't matter to me. 
24 points against a two-time champion that knows how to win outdoor championships is a lot. AP and Amart, you know what? I'll give that to you. I will give that to you because Amart's never won a championship. We know he's not outright as fast as Zacho is when Zacho's healthy. And AP, once again, I still believe in him, but we don't know what he's going to do half the time. But now you're talking about a Jeremy Martin who looks on form. Like I said, my shirt at Disney Nations will probably say I'm a stupid with an arrow pointing to you. But you just have to make sure you stay on this side all day so everybody knows that you're with me. Well, when we, get to, when we get to Red Bud and J-Mart's still up by, you know, 20-something. going to say, Zach Osborne, back to back to back to back champion. Well, you know, when we go to when we go to High Point oh, and yeah. J-Mart wins that overall, and then when we go to Muddy Creek and AP wins that one, then we go to Southwick. Zacho might win with that one because he's good in the sand. But when we go to Red Bud, we know that J-Mart's for sure going to win that one, and then your boy's down by even more than 20 points. Then maybe you will finally realize that Zacho's not going to win this championship, and you'll finally be off and just have to say, you know what, I'm sorry, he's just not that good. When we get over 35 points down, then I'll be off. Then I'll be over it. I'll say we probably won't win then. 35 points. 35 points. Why 35 points? Just the number I came up with in my head. So how is he going to win a championship if he keeps consistently going back every round? I didn't say he was going to consistently go back. I'm no, what happens if he... get to that point. What, yeah. happens if, what happens if he goes down by 30 after high point? Still got a little bit of time, man. <laughs> All it takes is one bad one, man. Yeah, but that's All the problem. All it takes is one fucking share... Savachi squeezing J Mark. Well, I don't see J Mark getting too many fifths this year. And we're and we're in it. I don't see J Mark getting too many fifths. So the only reason Zacho was where he was at because he ended up fifth the first moto and J Mark got second. So I don't see J Mark having bad gay picks too many times this year. So yeah, uh if you're only basing it off of J Mark's gonna have to grenade the bike, that's a long season. Zacho, you know, who knows? Maybe he gets second in the points. But I'm not gonna be so surprised if we get to the halfway point and J Mark's up by, you know, thirty-eight points. Because we'll really see what Zacho's made of. Because everything's gone great for the last three seasons. Yeah. Yeah. We've had, well, to, work, we've yeah. had to work a little bit, but it's gone he's, in our, yeah, he's our done, favor. And he's now done we're facing well. some adversity here, so we're yeah. just going to show our heart of a champion, and off we go. Yeah, and then and then when you lose the championship, you know, then then the Zacho train will be over with. You know, he tied with Cooper. J-Mar did something that only so few people have done, win three straight or three outdoor championships on the 250. And, you know, then we'll, then we'll, things will all be good, you know? Sure. Yeah, you know, okay. and then Zacho will go to the 450 class and be irrelevant again. Yeah, so, okay. you know. Sure. Because, you know, J-Mar pretty much killed it yesterday. He got lucky with Joey having the issue, and so did Cooper, obviously, but that's yep. part of racing. And then J-Mar came out to Sakamoto and pretty much dominated Big Bro and made everybody else look stupid. Yes. And he's got that red plate. Yes, he does. Yep. And unless that bike grenades, he's keeping that red plate the rest of the year. He might switch off with AP Maybe. a few times, but even at AP right now, you know, AP's down eight points, and I think even for AP, because of the way AP is still shown, he's a little bit on the inconsistent side, other than the end of motos yesterday. Uh, yeah, I think J-Mark's just going to keep the championship, and, and the only way he loses is if he blows up. Because I'll tell you right now, he's not going to have the same stupid mistakes he did last year. He's not going to have these brain fades where he starts an eighth and ends an eighth. He's not going to have these bad starts because the motor package is better. He is training with Eli. And there you go. And right now, Eli's dominating everybody. Yeah, but what I meant is Eli has these dumb brain fades. We've seen that a lot. Well, we have multiple, multiple points we could point out at that. So, but Jay Mark's know. not Eli. Well, hopefully not. I would think that he's just a little bit more on the cautious side. Maybe not now because Eli just seems to have it. But, you know, we'll get to we'll get to high point when J-Mart still has that red plate and your boy even go down more. I mean, dude, you could be looking at a situation. If he goes down anymore on AP, he might not even get second in the points. Sure. Yeah. But so, I don't have faith in AP like that. Well, I don't have faith in Zach Osborne. 
Well, I know. Because look how his last two rounds have gone. We're all well aware that you have no faith well, in I mean, you know, boy Zach Well, I mean, your boy might as well, like I said, might as well be called Crash Out. <sighs> look, bro, just because we have a few bad weeks, we don't have to jump out the boat, bro. You don't have to jump out the boat, but your boy's been horrible by his standards the last four motos. I guess. Sure. Okay. Scoring one point, that's not horrible. How many times last year did he get himself? He got taken out. He did, but guess what? It's also because of how he finished the first moto where he was on the line. Where was his? He didn't get any bad starts he last was, year. What fourth the first moto? No, fifth. Fifth. fifth? Okay. Yeah. So why the hell is he lining all the way up on the other side of the doghouse? I don't know. Don't like it. I didn't pick the fucking. That's what I mean. I'm not his mechanic. Stay there with him. Go. Hey, that fucking line looks good. I don't I'm know. I'm just telling you, man. Like, bro, your boy's been terrible the last four motos by his standards. Sure. If this was 2016, Zach, I'd say, well, you know, that's just typical because he's terrible. But you know, not the last two years. No, I'm saying, man, he keeps hitting the ground and stuff. I, your boy might have a thumb left by the end of the season. Yeah, I think we'll be all right. Really? Is there anybody else we want to talk about in the 250s, or is that pretty much it? Are we done? No, I mean, I guess Jordan Smith did good. Yeah, great. Good job, Jordan. Yeah, fifth. Got better. What, did he beat your boy, Zacho? Well, no shit. How many times you got to be over this? You got to take it out of the first quarter. He beat him the first moto. Great. So he beat him. Both motos. Great. Okay. So, yeah, it's a pretty damn good job. I guess. Okay, sure. Well, I mean, I, mean, no. I hang my hat on it, too. It's fine. I'm, well, I'm somebody else crashing out like that. It's fine. Wait, what? What? What'd you say? Something about crashing out? Nah, what? nothing. Jordan crashing out? Let's just wrap this up, man. I'm just telling you. We've argued about Zach long enough here. Well, maybe finally after, you know, he goes down by 30 and stuff, there'll be nothing else to argue about because you won't have anything to say. We'll give our predictions next week because who knows? Maybe somebody will get taken out at Glen Helen this week again. Well, no, all those guys are going back east. Maybe somebody will crash into a tree at the practice track. You never know. <laughs> never no. know what happens. J-Mart's probably going back to Millville, and your boy's going back to Florida. Oh, I think J-Mart's in Colorado all year. Uh, I would highly doubt that. That's what he keeps saying. He keeps saying it, but he always goes back to Minnesota where his house is at. So I highly doubt. Cal AP will stay in California because that's where he lives. Yeah. So anyway, all right. So, yeah, so no predictions. So oh, I already tell you, J-Mart's going to win, and a Eli's going to win. I mean, I'll just I'll stamp that shit right now. Jamar, one. So, what do you think? Eli goes two one then, and Kenny goes one two. Uh, yeah, because I don't think Kenny's gonna have enough in the bag after if he went adding the second moto. I just don't think he's gonna have enough. I think that he will win the first moto, but I don't think he's gonna have enough to even possibly do it the second moto. And I will probably say that Jamar goes one one at high point. Okay. I don't know what Zach was gonna finish. I really don't. At this point, I don't know because, like I said, I'm still not so sure what that thumb's doing. Yeah. Because, dude, if his thumb really is that bad, and on a serious note, not to argue, if his thumb is that bad... Then we're fucked, yeah. He's not... Dude, he probably won't even make it through the season. Yeah. Because at least Baggett had an incentive where he could have said, oh, I still have a shot at this championship. Mm -hmm. Well, if Zacho has another bad week at a high point and that thumb is bad, which it could be a ligament damage because they said it was super bruised, like, dude, if I'm him, I don't even try because then I'm just going to do worse. And yeah. now... So, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. So, I say Jay Martin and Eli both win the overalls. Okay, great. Well, don't forget, comment with those questions down below for our show for next week so it's not like five minutes long while we talk about the few questions we got. And uh, please subscribe to the channel. Help us out there. Click in the Amazon links, the Patreon links, the Teespring links down below to help support us. Follow us on Facebook. This has been another episode of the Moto Aftermath Show. We'll see everybody next week for the Q&A.